All right, welcome back, ladies and gents. Let's start off with a, a quick question. Do you like electricity? Do you like to have lights, uh, power, or would you prefer to use, you know, stuff like this, a uh, torch, as we say in England, or a flashlight in the USA? Would you like to be using lanterns? Um, what about using uh, your appliances at certain times of the day? Well, it might sound pretty crazy, but this is what the government ministers are now saying is likely to happen this year. Now, originally they're talking about the United Kingdom, some European nations, as we've already talked about previously, I think we've covered four or five European nations, EU nations now, that are looking to have uh, energy rationing this year. But you know where this is going to end. It's not just going to be in the EU, in the European nations, UK, etc. This is going to spread to a lot more Western nations. Why? Very simply, ESG, I've talked about this again multiple times on the, on the channel here, environmental, social, governance. This is the new framework around carbon emissions, getting to this uh, carbon net zero, CO2 emissions down, which has been completely hijacked by all of these financial elites and banks and everyone else. You know, you've only got to look at the, uh, the list of, of all the sort of organizations that are behind and pushing for the changes in carbon. Now, who are they? They are banks, financial institutions. I've mentioned this before. Why would they be interested in carbon? What is in it for them when they are a bank, a financial institution, whose sole purpose is to make a profit, right? Let's go to the shared screen then. First article, millions of UK households could face blackouts this winter due to war in Ukraine. Not actually correct, it's due to the sanctions on uh, Russia. Millions of UK households could face blackouts this winter due to global shortages of natural gas caused by Russia's war in Ukraine, the UK government has warned. Now, let's just correct this a second because it really gets on my nerves when I keep seeing this. Uh, natural gas imports. Natural gas, okay, this is where uh, the UK gets its natural gas from here. Norway, over 60%. Qatar, this section here. The Netherlands, that's just under 10%. Algeria, Trinidad, Tobago, rest of the world. Russia is not even on here. Ukraine is not even on here. So we've just got to get that out of the way because it really is getting on my nerves how we keep seeing this all the time. As many as 6 million British households could be subjected to blackouts if Russia makes further efforts to cut off the EU's gas supplies. Imports of natural gas from Norway, from which Britain buys around half of its total supplies, could halve next winter in the face of surging EU demand. Yeah, because they didn't restock their reserves. They just let them run empty. Let's go to this article then. Six million UK homes could face power cuts this winter. Uh, the UK is preparing for a harsh winter. As we already know, we're gonna have a hot summer this year and a harsher winter than normal. Although that's just what the uh, weather experts say. And I've stopped listening to a lot of it until I actually see it with my own eyes. But what are we saying then? Rationing of electricity for up to 6 million homes. And this is at the start of 2023. But we're going to see this towards the end of 2022. 
because the forecast, well, if the forecasts are accurate. Now, the thing with the forecast is that they are basing this off of December of this year. So again, we've got, what's that, seven months away yet, but December of this year, that's assuming that the supply stays consistent, which I don't think it will be. We're also looking to see an energy price cap increase in the region of £2,800 for British people. Huge. Now here's one positive spin on it, thanks to a massive 90 billion pound investment in renewable energy in the last decade, we have one of the most reliable and diverse energy systems in the world. And unlike Europe, we are not dependent on Russian energy imports. Hold on, didn't they just say that all of the issues around energy was due to the war in Ukraine? There's so many contradictions now that they are just completely losing track, all the media uh, outlets here. While there's no shortage of supply, we may need to make our... Yeah, of course there's no shortage of supply. They can get as much as they want. It's a choice not to due to sanctions. We may need to make our remaining coal-fired power stations available to provide additional backup electricity this coming winter if needed. Now, do you remember that video I made last year where they were blowing up all of these coal plants, they were decommissioning nuclear energy plants, they were just going on a crazy spree of uh, decommissioning all these plants, and now they found, oops, actually, we need all those plants. Uh, what else? They are saying that they will only extend them if it complies with safety certification. We know where this is going. It remains our firm commitment to end the use of coal power by October 2024. Yeah, good luck with that, I would say, because I just don't know how they're going to achieve that when we need so much energy right now. Let's look at the natural gas price then on trading economics here, and we can see where are we. Just in the last year, we are at this huge peak. And even if we go back 10 years here, so this is where we came out of the last recession, we are not seeing anywhere near prices like this. So here's some more bad news, and this came out just a couple of hours ago. Oil price rises as EU cuts Russian imports. We suspected that they might do this. Um, I wasn't sure if they would do it. Now, let me just share a couple of thoughts on this. When I thought about this and I asked myself, will they do it? Will the EU do this? Because if they do it, they're going to affect every, all the EU nations. It's going to affect the UK as well with the rising price of oil. In fact, all over the world, let, let's just throw that out there. It doesn't matter where you are, it's going to affect you. Would they do it? And logically, I thought to myself, no, they won't do it. Because if you look at the sanctions and a, a really good survey just came out, or a report that said that sanctions only work in about 34% of times, but usually they're just not effective at all. So obviously everyone knows of these reports and if you're a ministerial level like that and you're the EU, you'll know these. So are the sanctions on Russia working? No, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. If, if the, the purpose of the sanction was to stop the war in Ukraine, then you can measure the effectiveness of the sanction as to whether the war in Ukraine has stopped or even just reduced. Neither of those things have happened. So were the sanctions effective in their main goal? No, that is the answer. Uh, categorically, no. I don't even think we can argue that, although I'm sure some people will love to uh, do that in the comments. So with that in mind and these sanctions not working, does it make sense to do further sanctions and to uh, reduce or just completely ban uh, imports of Russian natural gas and oil and energy in particular? No, because all it's going to do is affect the people 
of the world or the different nations and push up prices. That's all it's going to do. So would they do it? Logically, the answer is no. But we know that this isn't logical. So in the face of this great you know what that's going on begins with an R, um, would they do it? And the answer is absolutely yes, because it is causing this further decline, further collapse of everything, the infrastructure, especially the energy infrastructure, because the, so you, you're being attacked basically on both sides, just to level with you here. You are being attacked from two sides. You're being attacked from the ESG, environmental social governance mandates, which is stopping energy companies from doing further exploration, investing into more fossil fuel, as they call it. It's not fossils, but that's what they call it. It's stopping them. Now, on the flip side of this, you now have all of these bans. What do you think is going to happen to energy? Your energy bills are just going to go through the roof. And it's not just your energy bills. It affects everything. It affects your food prices because diesel and harvesters and farm equipment and fertilizers and everything else is affecting all of these input costs. It's going to get passed on to you. Anyway, back to the articles. So this is what they've just done. Oil prices have hit a fresh high because the EU leaders agreed on a plan to block more than two thirds of Russian oil inputs. That's huge. So, of course, oil rose to $123 a barrel. Um, and that's today, Tuesday's today. Prices for oil and gas have soared in recent months, fueled by the lifting of lockdowns in the Ukraine war. Again, incorrect. Nothing to do with the lockdowns, nothing to do with the Ukraine war. It is simply as a result of those two uh, points I just mentioned, ESG mandates and sanctions, self-sanctions, as a lot of media outlets outside the West are calling it, which is accurate. They are self-sanctions. We are sanctioning ourselves. Rising energy costs are putting pressure on consumers, making it more expensive to heat homes and drive. Now, this is one of the things that I know it's frustrating a lot of you and frustrating me at the moment. And this is the price of petrol and diesel. So petrol has just hit a new record high of £1.73 per litre and £1.82 per litre on diesel. So this is causing an incredibly tight uh, squeeze on all of us because we're the ones left to feel the brunt of these price rises. Uh, Russia currently supplies 27% of the EU's imported oil and 40% of its gas. So we know where this is going. European countries now need to find alternative sources of supply. Good luck with that. It's going to be extremely difficult, especially to get it at such low prices. It's not feasible to replace that amount of energy with other fuel sources such as wind, solar, biomass or nuclear in such a short space of time. So the EU needs to find oil and gas from elsewhere. Good luck. This will not be easy because existing global output may well be on contract already. So competition for what is not on contract now will be hotter. The upwards trajectory of oil prices may continue until Western countries outline clearly how supply is going to be sourced. Yeah, they're not going to do that. And I wouldn't say they're not thinking about that because obviously they will be thinking about it. But that's not their goal. Their goal is to keep doing these sanctions. It's possible this could get tougher before it gets better, she said. We know that rising energy costs are a particular challenge for households, which already have severe pressure on their incomes but smaller businesses shouldn't be left out of the equation either. This is a tough time to be heating offices and at a time when it's meant to be about resilience after the pandemic. Now, 
Here we have the European Commission president. I want to just point something out about a lot of the people that are making these decisions at the moment, the WEF, the EU Commission and all these people. These people are not elected officials. Do you realize that? I don't think a lot of people know this. They are not elected officials by the people for the people. These are uh, technocrats and elitists, people in the very top 0.0000001%. This is who these people are. And yet they are making these decisions, which is leading to a lot of problems in our country. The articles continue then. European power heads for most expensive year as sanctions bite. So again, this just goes on and on and on. A very tight market situation is expected next year as Russia plans to halt gas flows to an increasing number of countries that refuse to pay in rubles on top of a full import ban set for August of Russian coal by the European Union. What is Russian coal power? It powers power plants. Europe is trying to top up its energy supplies ahead of the winter to limit the worst consequences. Yeah, but then what are they going to do next year? Are they going to say that next year is going to be even worse then in 2023? Look how bad it is this year in 2022. And then we have uh, just focusing on this point here. Gazprom will not send gas due to refusal to pay in rubles with Netherlands and Denmark to be added to the, the list of EU nations already uh, this week. European coal prices are rising too, as it is far from certain that these countries will be able to keep up the high exports. And then we had this warning just last week from the Saudi energy minister who said that we will see a supply crisis to, due to lower energy investment. And he's basically saying that we're going to see a period of reduced investments in exploration and drilling, threatening to cut crude production by 30 million barrels per day by 2030. Again, we keep seeing this same year, 2030. We know what happens in, uh, in 2030. We are set for a period that could be dangerous. If there isn't more spending on investments to preserve production capacity and increase it, an energy crisis is coming to the world. Look, he is saying it point and clear. This is the energy minister for the country with the most energy on the planet in terms of barrels of oil in the ground. He's saying clearly what I said at the start of this video. By not doing all of this investment into new exploration, you are going to see an energy crisis. And so many people drop these comments on the channel and say, well, good. I don't want any fossil fuels. I don't want any oil and, and coal and natural gas. I don't want any of it. I just want renewables. Where do you think that this natural, where do you think that this energy comes from? How do you think the power stations get going? Like it, it baffles me how people don't do this research. You cannot ever be 100% renewables. It is is physically impossible. You can read any report and it will tell you it is almost physically impossible as of right now. Sure, maybe 15, 20 years in the future, we might be there. Maybe. But right now, it is not possible. And there's loads of different reasons why we won't even get into all those on the video because this will be an hour long video. But right now, what you need to know is as of today in 2022, it's not possible even by 2025 to be 100% just renewables. Even if you've got an electric car, 
where do you think a lot of that electricity is generated from? Whether you do, you know, renewables as well for your energy, that will not be 100% renewable energy. They will have to be um, gas or coal or some sort of power plant in the background that's idling because they can't just turn it off because turning it back on uses huge amounts of energy. So there's always going to be this reliance on what you might call fossil fuels. So what else he's saying? I'm warning that spare production capacity will disappear. Spare capacity is an important buffer for the oil market as it allows producers to quickly respond to unplanned outages that could tighten the market and cause fluctuations in prices. Again, he's talking about ESG factors, as I mentioned. He believes these policies will reduce the capabilities of energy companies to invest and obtain the necessary financing for it. Final article then, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff later in the week. Central Europe's huge gas depot risks being empty next winter. Conflict between Russia and Germany risks leaving one of Central Europe's biggest natural gas depots empty next winter, just as the continent urgently needs to ensure supplies due to the war in Ukraine. Okay, that paragraph doesn't really make much sense, but okay, we'll just run with that one. And I want to talk about German inflation as well, but we'll talk about that um, another day this week. Now, do you remember on Friday, I talked about how Sri Lanka was taking oil and, oh, no, they're not. And all the media are saying it's fake news, fake news. Well, Bloomberg has just said bankrupt Sri Lanka takes Russian oil as fuel crisis persists. I wouldn't be surprised if this article disappears because they do not want stuff like this coming out. They want everyone to think that no one is taking Russian oil, even though Serbia has just signed a three-year contract as well. All right, well, I hope that sort of gave you some insight into the craziness that's going on right now. This is going to continue. This is persistent, ladies and gentlemen, my friends. I keep saying don't listen to the mainstream media because they are leading you down a, a blind path at the moment. It's not going to lead anywhere positive. We really are seeing a breakdown of a lot of the infrastructure and the systems that have worked for us for the last decades and decades now. We're seeing, and it is deliberate, we're seeing a deliberate change of all of these old systems in order to meet the net zero targets. That is what all of this is about. If you follow everything, the energy, the, the food, the money, everything, it all leads back to this carbon net zero plan. All right. I hope that helped today. Take care. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow.